and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the 101 level. I'm the host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm so glad that you're here to join me on this first episode of 2021. I am so excited to be doing this today, and I've been on a little hiatus. For those of you who listen regularly, know um, that I took a couple months off at the end of 2020, and it was really just to kind of recoup my energy and refocus on some things internally that I needed to, to work on, to be honest, as we all do. So today, I'm really, really excited to have a fresh start to do a little recap of 2020 for us all. We're going to talk about releasing the past and getting rid of self-judgment on all those things we thought we might do and didn't do because that's okay and we don't want to focus on it. We want to let it go. I'm going to talk about uh, juice cleansing and how you can kickstart a fresh 2021 And we're also going to do a little teaser on the book, The Alcohol Experiment. So it's going to be a really great, quick episode today to just kind of help you shed anything that you're carrying with you from 2020 and help you open your heart and your mind and your energy for a fresh 2021. And I'm actually going to start with a quote because um, I love Rumi. I love Socrates. There's uh, Buddha, of course. And this one actually is from Socrates. And it is. The secret of change is not to focus all of your energy on fighting the old, but on building the new. And I'll read that again. The secret of change is not to focus all of your energy on fighting the old, but on building the new. And the reason I love that so much is because basically that is Socrates' version of the law of attraction, right? I've done several episodes now on the law of attraction in that what you focus on expands. Negative energy attracts negative energy. Positive energy attracts positive energy. There is no punishment or reward for either. It just is what it is. It's the law of attraction. And that's exactly what this quote is saying, is that to change, if you really want something in your life to be better, to be different, to change, then you need to start focusing on building that new change, on what you want. Focus on that dream, that goal, whatever it is, how good it looks in your mind, how good it makes you feel. If you just close your eyes for a moment and visualize that you are there and whatever it is you want, whether it's love or abundance or travel, financial, whatever it is, your body, diet, uh, your surroundings, whatever, that goal, that dream that you have for yourself, when you close your eyes and picture it, as if you're already there, as if that is your reality, and let yourself physically smile and feel how good your body physically feels when you visualize that dream as reality, that's what you want to focus on, that feeling. When you just can't help but smile, when you feel good and optimistic and like, really, that could happen? Like, yes, that can happen. If you can dream it, if you can think about it, you can achieve it for sure. You just have to get out of your own way. You have to release the judgment, release those blocks, tune out anybody in your life who's negative, any of the naysayers, whether it's family, friends, media, a loved one, again, no judgment on them, but anybody who's holding you back with their words or their energy, just let it go. Put like a really nice, clear energy bubble all around you and not let their negativity get to you because now is the time to focus on what you want new, that new life that you want. 
and you might have a wonderful life already. I'm not saying that we're selling our houses and getting rid of people. I don't mean that. I just mean we all crave new experiences and love and abundance and whatever it is. And you can have a wonderful life as it is and just want to augment it. Or maybe you actually need a fresh start in a lot of ways. So that part doesn't matter. As humans, as the human condition, as evolving through time in our life, we all are desiring happy experiences, right? Things that make us feel loved and fulfilled. And again, I've done episodes on self-love. We know that the key to happiness, the key to life is really loving yourself unconditionally. So we need to focus internally on self-love. But the things that you want coming in your life, if you focus on building that new and taking steps towards that every day, you will achieve those goals quicker than you think because your vibration, your focus is on positivity. It's on building new, it's on happiness, it's on love. And the more you focus on that law of attraction, the more it will expand. The more of that love and happiness and good things and good opportunities and open doors will start to appear in your life. So that's my little rant for this morning is focus on what you want, on building the new, and let go of everything that's happened in the past. Don't fight that old. Don't let yourself go down that rabbit hole of judgment or regret or any of those low vibrating emotions and feelings, because we don't need them. They don't help. They don't change the outcome. So let it go. (laughs) So the next thing I wanted to talk about, that was just my little rant, is like, the best is yet to come. Have faith, the best is yet to come, is... So that's on the spiritual and energy side and physical to some degree. And one of my favorite things to do to start the new year is to do a juice cleanse. And I have done this several times through the Life Co. in Bodrum, Turkey. In fact, a couple of years ago, I did a really wonderful retreat called Heal Your Life. And it was the last week of the old year and the first week of the new year. And we just shed everything we didn't want to carry over with us and we embraced the new all while we were detoxing our bodies from the toxins of everyday life, heavy metals, the chemicals we put on our skin, the things that we eat, even our water system has things in it that we need to cleanse ourselves from. So I love, love, love to start the new year with a juice cleanse. And obviously we are still in this uh, you know, global pandemic and it is very difficult to travel and it's very difficult to do things like that. So you can do it at home. It doesn't have to be anything so structured and fancy. I love going to the Life Co. or any detox wellness center. That is best case scenario. But we don't need to wait for best case scenario. You can do this at home. And it's easier than you think. So if you have a juicer and access to tons of fresh veggies that are organic and clean, um, that's wonderful. But for a lot of us, uh, depending where you live in the world, it is winter and it's a little bit more of a challenge to get Uh, local organic fresh veggies. So you can buy juices pretty easily. And if you're in the United States, I would say Trader Joe's is your best friend if you have access. Um, There's Trader Joe's, there's Sprouts, there's Whole Foods. Of course, there's so many um, different places. But if you get a really great green juice and you want a green juice, not a smoothie, but an actual juice that is free from fruit, We just want the veggies. If it has a little lemon, of course, that's fine. We don't consider lemon a fruit um, when it comes to juicing and cleansing. And you can just buy a whole bunch of those and do it yourself. It's less expensive than you think. You can get some celery juice. You can get kale, cucumber, uh, spinach, whatever the combination is, as long as it's really heavy on the green 
leafy, leafy green veggies. And the reason we're going to do this is because it's going to clean our liver, our colon, our organs. It's going to improve our gut health. And all of that helps reduce inflammation. It boosts our immune system. Of course, it helps us lose weight, but it's good for your skin. It'll elevate your mood. It'll give you more energy. It's just a really great way to help your cells kind of turn over to boost your immune system, and to fight any kind of inflammatory condition that you may have. And pretty much the root of almost all illnesses, whether it's cancer or arthritis or um, any kind of sickness, has to do with inflammation. So by doing a nice juice cleanse, whether it's three days or five days or seven or 10, however long you can take it, is such a great way to reduce inflammation and boost your immune system. And again, there are so many different ways to cleanse. You can do just uh, raw food, you know, veggies. But the reason I like the juice is because you're actually not chewing anything. And you might think, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I'll be so hungry. (laughs) And if you do it properly, you're really not. Initially, you might be a little bit because of habit. But anytime that you don't chew for extended period of time, whether it's intermittent fasting or full-on juice cleanse, you are giving your body a chance to repair cells. And that is always the ultimate goal. When we chew, we produce an enzyme. We also, a lot of our energy is going towards digestion. And when you're not chewing, then all of that energy that your body usually puts towards digestion, it can put to repairing cells and cell turnover. So that is the reason that we're not chewing. Ideally, you do it several times a day. And I'll put all this in the notes for the show. So don't feel like you have to write all this down right now. And again, this is a really simple 101 juice cleanse. I've done two complete shows on cleansing with the Life Co. So you can go back into the library from season two and check that out or always DM me. So you're going to start your day in the morning with a really nice kind of like a lemonade. It's going to be lemon, ginger, cayenne, um, a little garlic possibly, mostly water. So mostly water, lemon, ginger, cayenne. And if you want to put a tad of agave or maple syrup or something like that to make it a little sweeter for you, that's fine. And a little bit of apple cider vinegar. That's a really great way to cleanse your system first thing in the morning. It provides a little probiotics from the apple cider vinegar. Probiotics are very important during your cleanse. And it will kickstart your metabolism. So it kind of gives you a really nice morning flush. Then that would be, say, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Then about an hour and a half later, if you have access to celery juice, drink the celery juice. Again, you can buy these at the store. It's super easy. And then about every hour and a half to two hours, you're going to drink your green juice and a glass of water. So that's why you never really get hungry because every hour and a half to two hours, you're going to be drinking this green juice and a glass of water. Now, there's something else that you can do, and I got this from the Life Co. This is not from me. And we call it soup. (laughs) And to prepare for your detox, you can make this at home. It's so easy. Just slowly boil some carrots, celery, onion, garlic. You can throw a beet in there. I don't love to throw the beets in because it makes it a little earthy. I really prefer just the onion, garlic, carrots, and celery. And then add your favorite spices. Turmeric, great anti-inflammatory a little bit more garlic, Um, you can put a little bit of cayenne, cumin, any kind of spices that you like that are anti-inflammatory, throw that in. So you're going to boil this all up. You're not going to eat the vegetables. You're just going to drink that broth all week long. 
So anytime you're a little extra hungry, because you're drinking these green juices, you're good, but you might get bored or you just might be a little hungry, heat up some of this broth, put in maybe some cracked black pepper, a little tiny bit of salt if you want, but really just a tiny bit. And you drink it and it will make you feel like you're eating, even though you're not really. And it also gives you a little bit more of that savory that can kind of help trick your mind (laughs) and your body into thinking that you're eating, but you're really not. So you can have that soup as many times a day as you want. Again, there's no fat in it, really lightly salted. And you can also have as much herbal tea as you want. So in general, when we're detoxing, we want to stay away from all alcohol and caffeine and sugar. But again, this is a real world podcast. (laughs) And if you are addicted to caffeine and you like your morning caffeine, um, I hate to say addicted, but unfortunately that's true for a lot of us, go ahead and have your coffee or your black tea, but really try to limit it just to one in the morning. And if you can, no sugar, no creamer. We really want to stay away from any of those extra sources. If you absolutely cannot stay away from creamer, then try to at least make it an almond milk or uh, coconut milk or anything that's not dairy, because we completely want to rid our body of dairy. Uh, Dairy is an inflammatory product. It is not good for us. It's not good for your skin. And we definitely want to stay away from it entirely during your cleanse and detox. So that's it. That's how you can simply do a juice cleanse. Super easy. Again, I can go into it much longer. There's a lot more that can go into it. But if you just want like a super simple, I don't have time to plan, go buy yourself all these juices. You're going to be doing about five to seven a day. Um, If you're buying it commercially, you can dilute it so one juice can actually equal two. Just dump half, then fill it back up with water. So you could probably make three green juice bottles, the individual bottles, turn into six juices. Every hour and a half to two hours, you're going to do that morning lemon, cayenne, ginger, lemonade, and you're going to do your soups. Again, super easy with just that vegetable broth. The other thing is, if you want to get some supplements, you can take spirulina. It's really great, a green algae. The pills you can buy, very accessible through Whole Foods, or you can get it online as well. And a probiotic. So I love, love, love probiotics. It's very important to gut health. Uh, I'd prefer that you take a probiotic pill during this. But if you want to do um, like a kombucha or something fermented, another fermented drink, that's fine. Kombucha is wonderful, but again, during a cleanse, it's not my favorite because it does have trace amounts of alcohol and it has that caffeine, but we want to be successful. The bottom line is I want you to be successful. (laughs) So if kombucha helps you um, in the evening when you're normally, maybe have a glass of wine, pour yourself a little kombucha, it will fulfill that need. Or maybe in the morning, instead of your coffee, you do kombucha. I'll leave it up to you, but that's a great way to get your probiotics as well. So that's a very simple juice cleanse. If you can do that this month or the next couple of weeks, the minimum of three days, but try to get yourself to five or seven, you will be amazed at how much better you'll feel. Now, I won't lie, when you do a five or seven day, day three, day two, three, in there, it'll usually only last for about 24 to 36 hours you might feel a little extra tired or a little dizzy because you are detoxing all these toxins and your body is getting used to this change in uh, input. So just know, give yourself um, a little extra love. And if you have access to a sauna, 
It's wonderful to sauna. If you uh, definitely can do yoga, go for long walks. You want to keep your body as active as possible during your cleanse. Not like super heavy, heavy um, aerobics, unless you normally do that. And if you do heavy aerobics, if you're going for runs or bikes or whatever you're doing, that's great because you're getting even more toxins out and burning more calories. But increase your water intake, especially if you can do alkaline water. That's really great. But you want to increase your water intake during this cleanse and adjust it accordingly, depending on the amount of activity. And if you're not a super active person, maybe it's raining where you are every day, it's a snowstorm, you can't get to the gym because of COVID, whatever it is, go online, get some yoga classes, um, walk around your house, go up and down stairs, whatever you can do, because you really want to oxygenate your blood And the only way to oxygenate your blood is to move. You want to move around. Um, Also, you can take your hand, uh, take your right hand and put it on your stomach. You can try this right now just so you know what I'm talking about. Spread it out. Make your palm and your fingers wide and put it flat on your stomach. So your thumb is right in that area between your rib cage, that kind of like soft area there. So that's how you know you're in the right way. So your pinky is pointing down towards your pubic area, your thumb is pointing up towards your chin, put your palm right there on your stomach, and then slowly make circles, going down towards your groin, up towards your ribs with light pressure. And that gives your colon, your digestive tract, a nice massage. And even though it's not hard, it will help, like pressure I should say, It will help stimulate that digestion. It will help stimulate blood flow. And that also helps with your cleanse. Um, So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you enough information to start your juice cleanse. You can do it. You'll be so glad. By day two and three, you're going to feel so proud of yourself. And if you can make it to day five or even seven, it's amazing um, how great you'll feel. You'll lose weight. As I said, some of that visceral fat, that like that fluffy puffiness that we just don't love, right? And you wake up and you feel bloated. And also just the fact that you're not eating, you're not getting any gluten in your body, no grains. You're not going to have as much bloating as you would normally have um, as well, you know, after the holidays. So this is a a really great thing to do. Um, I probably also should mention, make sure you're showering every day. (laughs) And if you can do it twice a day, great. Shower in the morning when you wake up and just our, our skin is our largest organ, right? Our skin is our largest organ. So it's just natural. We sweat at night, even if you don't feel it or, or know. And we want to get all those toxins off of our body so they don't reabsorb. So shower in the morning and then shower at night. And if you have a loofah, give yourself a nice scrub in the shower, help exfoliate that dead skin and just open up the pores even more to just further enhance the cleansing process. So that's way more than I was going to talk actually about the cleanse, but I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you do it. I'd love to hear your results. I'd love to hear your feedback. And again, always message me if you have specific questions or want recipes, you can check out the LifeCo website. They have some pretty great resources on there, um, some free information, and they are even doing they're doing an intermittent fast seven-day challenge right now. So you might be able to join that as well. If nothing else, you can get on their on their mailing list. So the other thing I want to talk about besides like starting fresh this year is uh, there's a great, great book called The Alcohol Experiment by Annie Grace. And she also is the author of The Naked Mind. Really great author. 
And basically what the alcohol experiment is, is it's a day-by-day journal and support system to give you a 30-day alcohol-free challenge. And it just helps you like interrupt your habits and help you take control of your life. And it's fun. A lot of people do dry January already, um, or there's a lot of things that we do, right? It's the new year, like new year, new you. And we have big plans, but we don't always stick to them. Well, the alcohol experiment is a really great tool to kind of help you just monitor and be aware of your alcohol intake or kick the habit altogether. It doesn't mean you're an alcoholic by any means. It doesn't mean that you have a problem, but it is really remarkable how clear your mind is, how good you feel when you remove alcohol from your diet. I have gone eight months at a time without drinking. I've gone eight weeks at a time without drinking. I really have cut back on my alcohol consumption over the last 10 years. Actually, that's not true. I should say probably the last seven years. And I'll have moments. I have moments that, you know, I'm with friends and maybe I drink a little much. I go on vacation. But overall, where it's just me on a daily basis, as an energy healer and a well-being specialist um, and a healing empath, I can't really handle alcohol. My body doesn't tolerate it well, but also alcohol is a depressant, right? Everything other than tequila actually is a depressant. Tequila is a little different. It comes from agave and it's processed, uh, metabolized differently in your body. That's for another time. But in general, alcohol is a depressant. And even if you don't feel like it makes you depressed, it still inhibits how good you can feel. So myself as a healing practitioner, I know that when I'm teaching retreats, when I'm working with private clients, when I have a lot that I need to do, it's really important that I'm not drinking. I don't mean that day or that week. I just mean in general, as a habit, not drinking. And if there's a time where I know I'm going to, I also have to afford myself that the next two, three days, maybe even a week, I'm not going to be as clear as I need to be. I don't necessarily notice the difference, but if I pay attention, it's when you notice, like, I'm not talking about a hangover, right? We know when we have a hangover, we don't feel good. But three or four days after that even, you might notice that you have more negative thoughts, that you might have more insecurities, that you might feel more overwhelmed, more anxiety. That's all the lingering effects of alcohol. So The Alcohol Experiment is a great book, if nothing else, just to see if you can do it. And I would recommend getting a group together, do it with some friends. And it doesn't have to be local friends. It can be friends abroad. It could be friends in different cities. And I think January or February is such a great time to try it because we still are in lockdown in a lot of areas. We still have, unfortunately, this pandemic and it's colder, darker this time of year. So it's a little bit easier in that there are less social events to tempt us. So if you're interested, I'm going to do a podcast in a couple of weeks just on the alcohol experiment. I'm going to do it myself starting the end of January and I will include it in every episode. So if you want to buy the book and join me and get a group together, it's called The Alcohol Experiment by Annie Grace, easily available on Amazon or anywhere else that you would buy your books. So that is very exciting. And I have a great guest who did this, who has not had a drink in six months and who lost 45 pounds and said he has never felt better in his entire life. And that said, he's also furloughed from his job for the last eight months. So to be furloughed, to live alone, to be in a city with a lot of turmoil and still feel like it's been the best eight months ever is pretty amazing. So there's been a lot of talk, uh, of course, we can't help it. Anytime there's the end of a year, we reflect, whether it's the news, the media, your Instagram, your Facebook, your tele- your cell phone, 
reminding you of the highlights of the year that just ended. And a lot of it, unfortunately, in the media is negative-based, right? They're showing all the horrible things that happened. No matter how you feel about the election or elections around the world, all the global disasters, the pandemic, unemployment, violence, all these things. I hate to even mention all that because immediately I know when I say that, a lot of you, your mind is going there. So let's clear that off right now and think of like flowers and rainbows and puppies. (laughs) But the reason I'm bringing that up is because 2020 was a challenge for a lot of us, but it's over. We can't change it. We can't do anything about it. What I think is really wonderful is if you have a journal, great. But if you don't, I mean, journaling is wonderful. It's such a wonderful therapeutic healing meditation. But a lot of us don't journal. Uh, I, I do off and on. But everybody has a piece of paper, the back of an envelope, whatever. Grab a pen from your bag, from your junk drawer, from whatever. Grab the back of an envelope if you don't have a notepad handy. And write 2020 blessings on the top. And over the next week or two weeks, every time you think of something great that happened to you or that just was good, it doesn't have to be great, in 2020, write it down because we are going to change the narrative in our mind of this past year. And it doesn't mean that we're ignoring or not acknowledging all the difficulties that happened, the people who passed away, the danger, all that stuff. I'm not going to go through it again. We all know what happened in 2020. We are not marginalizing that or discounting it. We're refocusing our energy on the positives because that is what makes all the difference. That is what keeps us going. That is what makes us resilient and able to thrive is being grateful and acknowledging the blessings we have. And I could tell you all the negative things that happened to me in 2020 so you know that I'm not just living in a land of rainbows and unicorns, but that doesn't do any good because I don't need sympathy. I don't need attention from negativity, what I do want is to share the positive things and help you realize the positive things you you have had in 2020. And that can help all of us just feel a little better. We're going to raise the collective vibration of the world in 2021. So we want to enter this year feeling better. And I will share with you some blessings for me personally and people I know in 2020. I have had friends get married. My friend Ghoul, who has written books on love, she lives in Istanbul. She uh, never really thought, I shouldn't say never, she always had faith in love. But she was on my podcast a year ago, came to Washington, D.C., and was not in a, a relationship, did not think she was getting married. She's a single woman, very successful lawyer and writer. But it wasn't in the cards, it wasn't in the near future. During lockdown, met somebody wonderful, her big love. They got married in the fall and actually spent a month in Bodrum in my little Zen den there on the sea, grateful for their blessings, grateful that their paths had crossed, so incredibly happy. So that was a blessing for me, is seeing somebody that I really love and care about find her big love and her calling. She left her law firm. She's starting her own law firm, is really embracing big love and the energy of the universe, that the universe always has our back. That's to quote Gabby Bernstein, actually. But also, you know, Abraham Hicks, whatever, love, that love is out there for you, that love is out there for us all, and it comes in a lot of forms. So that was a big blessing for me for 2020, is seeing this. My dear, dear sister, soulmate, friend, Catherine, you've heard me talk about her before, had her first baby a little Aquarius baby named Caria Sky. 
that came to her life with her husband, Shinar. That was a huge blessing. That was probably my first blessing of 2020. And that came right as the lockdowns were starting. And what a joy she is. Just a adorable little bundle of smiles and giggles and love. My daughter graduated and I'm so proud of her and got a job. (laughs) And our relationship is getting better and better with every month and day. And that was a huge blessing for me. My son is doing great in school. That's a huge blessing for me. My parents are about to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. But uh, my dad said in 50 years ago, 2020, so 1970, I guess, um, he met his big love. And so that was a big blessing. So many things happened for me. The lockdown, I was in Bodrum, Turkey for almost five months. It was not expected. I went to teach a retreat at the Life Co. and then got stuck there when they closed the airports. And it was actually a blessing. I was able to work on my book. I was able to meditate. I met new people. I connected with myself and nature and the world and the universe in a way that I never would have if it wasn't for that complete lockdown. I didn't have a TV. I didn't have cable. I didn't have any close friends or family where I was and really had to figure out what love means in a lot of different ways and kind of renewed my joy and excitement for life and what's to come. So those are just a few of my blessings. I could go on and on how many engagements and babies came out of 2020 And how many happy things, how many friends I saw who changed careers or moved to different areas or spent more time with family. Oh my gosh, TikTok. Watching all the beautiful TikTok fun videos of people with their families during this time that would have never been able to have that time. My friend in North Carolina had her two boys home and she would have never had that time with them. Planting gardens, spending time with family. Uh, writing letters again. My mom learned Braille and is like in five different chat groups and she's blind. Um, Not chat groups, Zoom groups. And just so exciting. So when we start taking all the blessings from 2020 and writing them down and seeing the list, it will just make you feel better. It will change that narrative. So again, take a piece of paper, maybe even a notebook and write blessings of 2020 on the top and start writing things that felt good to you and things that have happened to the people around you that you're truly grateful for and that make you feel good. And that's all this list is. It will really help raise your vibration. And it's fun, right? Keep it on your counter. Keep it on your nightstand, wherever you're comfortable. And just every time you think of something, go back to it. Or put it on your phone. I like to have it on a piece of paper because you physically see it all the time. But if you're much more digital oriented, then just put it in your phone, in your notes section, and keep adding to it. And you'll be surprised at how many things will will come to you. <sighs> and with that, it will also help you release the past. It will help release all those things that you didn't get done in 2020. You thought you're going to learn a new language or write your book or start a, you know, I don't know, develop an app, whatever you were going to do, a yoga practice. It doesn't matter. We don't even need to think about or focus on it. I'm sorry for bringing that up again because we just release it. It didn't happen. It's okay. It didn't happen. Things happen when they're supposed to. Trust me, if it was meant to happen, it would have. And if it didn't, it's okay, release it. It's over, 2020 is gone. We can't change it. There's nothing we can do about it. Thinking about it, it's not gonna help at all. It's not denial, it's just moving on. It's focusing your energy, just as Socrates said, on building the new. That's where we wanna focus our energy is building the new. 
And if what I'm talking about today resonates with you and you love this kind of thing and you haven't listened to me for a long time, go back to season one and two and listen to the episodes on law of attraction and just read all the titles because I did several podcasts on living your life and starting fresh and releasing the old and embracing the new. The whole idea of this podcast is to open you up to things that will improve your life at the 101 level. And again, for all my international listeners, because we are in a little over 70 countries now at this point, I'm very excited. 101 in the United States refers to a basic level college course. It's that basic level you take your freshman year, whether it's economics or writing or, or whatever it is. So this podcast is supposed to be at a very basic 101 level. I want to open your mind and expose you to different topics and thoughts. And if you like it, if it resonates with you, then you can go and expand on it more. There's Mind Body Green. There's the Mind Valley Academy, You Tiny Buddha, Google. You can just search any of the things I talk about and find out more, or of course, always message me and start your path to your kind of growth, spiritual awakening, appreciation, whatever you want to call it, to raise your vibration improve your life, and just feel better. Because we were born to be happy. You were born to be happy. You were born to be abundant and full of love. You were born the way you were on purpose. We are all unique. We are all born with different, I don't know, like just different things for a reason. We don't want boring white bread every day. We want different flavors and spices and experiences. And so we need all of us to be different and embrace what makes us unique and embrace what makes us different instead of trying to be the same and be a better version of somebody else. There is room for all of us to win, every single one of you. No matter what you look like, what your skill set is, what your education is, what your family is like, none of that really matters in a negative way. It's all positive. It's all what makes you special and interesting and unique and it's all part of your story. And it's all in the past, by the way. Those are all chapters that have already passed. What do you want your book to be? How do you want your life to be moving forward? You're the author, right? It's cliche. I love all these cliche kind of sayings, but they're true. You're the author of your own story. And at any time, you can start a new chapter. You can write a plot twist, whatever. And know that anything in the past was just material for your story. It's part of who makes you who you are. It gives you perspective moving forward. It makes you amazing and strong and unique and able to help others and able to add value to the world because you were created for a reason. (laughs) And that was to be happy and full of love and excited and joy. So if you are not feeling those things, then it's up to you to change it. If you're happy, great, pass this podcast on, keep doing what you're doing. And if you're not happy, start making changes. They don't have to be epic, they can be small. They can be epic. You can cut off all your hair, sell your house, or you know, leave your apartment and move halfway across the world. Heck, I've done that. You know, I've done all of it. I've done little moves and I've done big moves. And you just gotta trust your gut, trust your energy, your higher self, God, the universe, whatever you're comfortable with, trust it. Go with the way things feel. If it feels good, go in that direction. And if it doesn't feel good, don't. Because energy is energy. It's not going to steer you wrong. It doesn't lie. Your gut feeling, those are the right feelings. Go with it. 
If something doesn't feel good, don't go that way. If it does feel good, do go that way. And again, we're not talking about dopamine. We're not talking about addictive things. We're talking about real things, real things that really, really feel good, that just make you feel yummy and happy inside. So that's it. I had so much more I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to end it here because I do have some exciting shows coming up and I, they're going to be a little bit more focused. We're going to just cover a topic at a time, but I wanted to just help everybody out there who wants to release the past, go take an Epsom salt bath, meditate the full moon at the end of January, go stand out under the full moon and let that cooling energy cleanse you. Again, I always like Epsom salt baths for moving negative energy, and it's also physically, scientifically, a great way to help detox your body. Anything you can do, meditate, yoga, whatever works for you, and release 2020, make your blessings of 2020 list, and be so excited for 2021. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be our best year yet. Wonderful, beautiful new things are going to come that you can't even imagine, and we want you to be ready for it. We want you to clear the old so you can make room for the new, opening up your heart and your mind and your space, declutter your house, declutter your room, get ready because it's going to be awesome. So that now leads me to the mantra portion. I like to end every podcast with a mantra. And I want you to say it several times in a row to yourself, several times a day over the next week. And today's is a little bit longer, so I'll say it a few times so you can write it down, and it will be in the show notes again so you can look at it. Put it on a sticky note, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your counter, wherever, so you can see it and say it to yourself. So today's mantra is, today I love myself more, I release the past, and trust that the best is yet to come. I'll say it two more times. Today, I love myself more. I release the past and trust that the best is yet to come. Today, I love myself more. I release the past and trust that the best is yet to come. (laughs) Because it's true. It's true. Amen. Every day is the opportunity for a fresh start. It just is. You have to have faith. It is there. So that is it for today's episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Know that I love you. You're worthy. You were born for a reason. I really do love you. I'm sending it out to the whole world. And until next time, I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.